on last week's Irrevelations. So, Exodus 5, let's get started. Moses and Aaron finally go to the Pharaoh. What a Scrooge. I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of slavery, but vacations aren't really part of the benefits package. Pharaoh's like, if you got time to clean, you got time to clean. But also that God, we know that God hardened his heart. So Pharaoh might have been cool with it, but we know that God actually went into Pharaoh's heart and put the hardening juice in there. I don't know. Exodus 6 is God basically telling Moses, who the f***? do you think you're talking to we have a giant statue of a lady with a huge nine foot penis like this is a <laughs> this is a great god that's the one place that you definitely should trim your foreskin as if it's on your lips you know how like you were initially my prophet well now you're god and aaron's your prophet it's kind of like a multi-level marketing scheme we're gonna get pharaoh to buy so much cincy god reiterates all right just so you know i'm gonna give you lots of sweet wonders but i am going to make pharaoh not give a shit. as we get into this ask yourself what does moses even do god says moses tell aaron to do the snake trick because you can't because you're a little wearing piece of you stuttering little bitch yeah i mean after the second snake it eats i'd be like i think i've seen enough i get it <laughs> this is funny just be like hey hey head like, yes i'm moses yeah i remember who you are we stalked yesterday moses is uh, a passenger in your car and the israelites are driving you're the israelites and you're eating a cheeseburger he you just you're about to take your first bite and he rips it out of your hand and he throws it out the window and hits a homeless dude but pharaoh hardened his heart this time as well and he would not let the people go Before we turn to the word, I would like to finish I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. I think, I think I'd be perfect for president. Listen to this idea I had last night, all right? Um, I was thinking about the justice system, Casey Anthony, all these things that get lost, you know, like police brutality. Yeah. You really are in desperate need of justice reform. So here's an idea I had. Posses. No more, no more police, because police will abuse their power. No more judges, mm -hmm. no more juries. You just get 12 people in a room, randomly selected, just like juries are. So yeah. you'll be like, okay, you, you make bagels professionally. You right there, you're a soccer coach. You guys, you're like 12 other people just like that, you know? And you bring them in a room like, okay, somebody murdered Mr. Brown last weekend. You have one week to solve the case, or all 12 of you are going to get what the, you know, like the, the, the penalty is death. And if you don't solve the case in one week, you all get put down. So they're, or just one of them. No, all eye of them. Eye for an eye. I mean, I want to go eye for an eye. No, no, all 12 of them. <laughs> because they're really going to be incentivized to find that killer. No more unsolved rapes. No more unsolved yeah, murders. They're going to get many them. Good, we're going to kill too many good people. A you cast lots, right? You take a 12 sided die, mm -hmm. and one of them dies. They're still incentivized. They don't want that dice to roll. Okay, I, I, I guess I can agree with you on that. That's, Let's that's just not why you'd be my, so butcher what, our population. <laughs> that's why you'd be my VP. Because, yeah, <laughs> because I'd be like, sir, sir. <laughs> 12 dead. I'm, I'll be your John Kelly. Yeah, Here, I'll be your General Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, that would be, I, I think, one, no more police brutality. Two, they're always yeah. going to get their guy. You know what I mean? Oh, plenty of police brutality. It'll just be more 
<laughs> just be more, evened out. It'll be more well, you know, because it's not going to be people trained as police officers and in investigative skills. It's just going to be random people off the street. And yeah, there's not going to be any like what do they call it? the thin blue line where they protect yeah, each other yeah. or whatever. No, they're not going to be each other because they're they're in a death race. The blue <laughs> they don't, they guess, They're not going to you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be like okay, and they and they'll they'll go they'll straight up go up into your mansion. And do they have like complete authority? They're Judge Dreads, as far as I'm concerned. They get to, okay, they get to do whatever they, they want. Do whatever they want, yeah. Ooh, dude, I like this. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the God we're reading about in the Bible right now would totally support this. Yeah, I mean, street justice. We're getting yeah. some fucking po- like literally plagues. Yeah, <laughs> like whenever I whenever I was hearing about like um, police brutality and like the the horrors, you know, the justice system, and oh, we need justice reform or whatever the fuck Bernie Sanders has been talking about lately. Uh, I just think <laughs> get rid of all of it. No police, no judges. But we should still have posses. Just there's twelve yeah. guys. So it's not anarchy. Yeah. It's just it's just it's just uh, it's just twelve peers. Just twelve of your peers. Think about any time you've ever been in horse. Do they have horses? Yeah, they got horses. Okay, okay. What do you fucking think this is? Of course they got horses. <laughs> <laughs> That's the linchpin to this whole. Just think about it. You're at Walmart. You see twelve random people. Any of them could be investigating, you know, murder or something, you know. And they yeah. and they got to get results. Because I okay. feel like the cops today, you know, take it or leave it. They they do whatever they want. No, there's no there's no overhead on them. There's no punishments, you know. Dude, how? Okay, so here's the question. Mm. You've got your posse. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's easy when it's like, all right, there was a murder. Go get the murderer. Mm-hmm. Let's say that it's something like Mark Zuckerberg is selling all of your data mm-hmm. to China. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the posse gonna do? Uh, they're gonna go into his house. They're gonna beat up his wife, beat up his kid. I mean, if I was in that posse, I mean, what do you think they do? What do you think twelve so random the people? Posse. I think it's just a random posse. You just you pull a name out of the hat. You know, Rodney Stevens. He just turned eighteen. You're in charge. You take care of this. You do whatever you want to do. You You're know? the boss. Do we just point ahead, or do they squabble? Um. Because, you know, there's going to end up being a lot of just dead possible. I mean, I think the whole point is, is that you let the free market decide, you know, you're basically stating, hey, one of you, if if this is libertarian as heck, if you don't catch the guy, you're going to get whatever punishment. So they're going to want to team up. They're going to want to team up because, you know, why would you risk if you don't solve that case? Then, yeah, one of you is going to be on the hook for what Mark Zuckerberg did. You know, you're going to let that go. Yeah. That also means that there's going to be less chance for them to like, uh, what do you call it? Um betray the team or a mole or something you know let's say that these posses actually had supernatural powers okay. you're and you're in charge of one of them okay this is a good which plague are you going to bring on which plague are you going to use as the posse leader like if we had magic police you have to go after okay there's a whole town a that's been keeping slaves okay <laughs> and that's what you're that's what your posse so we're is in going Django is. really unchained yeah, you're Jangoing. All right. Which plague is going to be your first one? Are you going to do like God and start with the whatever it was, the blood? Or are you going to go to a hard? Like if I plague? could make up my own plagues, I would make it so that um, every time you watch porn, uh, everyone knows. Like it's just, it just it like so it's a just, new plague. Your own. You're not. You're not going from the book. Yeah. This is the this new is my, this, plague. Is, this is a Cole's plague. Like or some like some it. kind of like shaming public shaming one. Uh, you know, I like that because that honestly, I think that I think that is something people would adhere to or take more seriously than like pain. Yeah, like even, if if like know? oh your livestock are uh, covered in lice, it doesn't really affect me. But if I'm 16 years old, <laughs> it also doesn't affect me because. I eat a lot of beef. I ain't seen a cow in a long time. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know where they're at. I don't even know if that is cow meat, you know. It probably isn't. Oh, let's hope. Um, 
right. you want to you ready to get started? Do you want to talk about uh, the rest of the plagues? Started. Uh, we left the people in the middle of all the plagues. I feel like we owe them getting it's into the It's a lot, though. I mean, we wanna, you want to give it its due diligence. Um, it's a plague slog. So, welcome to a Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Deluski. And I'm Grant DeVoiced. And if you're just jumping in on this, which why the fuck would you be? Uh, could be. We're talking could about the Bible. I don't know if you, if you didn't pick that up thus far from all the recaps. We're reading the whole darn thing. Reading the whole darn thing. It's, and it is a slog. I'm looking at I got this little crimson little bookmark that comes with the bible and i'm trying to figure out how much we've got done and how much i got left it looks like a solid five percent yeah as someone who uh watches a lot of things download on ps4 i'm really good at judging that and i uh-huh. think five percent is correct yeah, five percent is correct actually no i think we're probably less than that. <laughs> we are in exodus we will be starting exodus 9 and i think we'll be able to get through exodus 11 what do you think yeah somewhere in there that's a good we'll, stopping we'll, yeah, we'll see. But we're, we're going to try and get through the rest of the plagues just so we don't leave on another plague cliffhanger. And if you also... Because I know you guys was sitting there all week <laughs> thinking about what, what the, the other plagues were. Oh, but he already gave them frogs and flies. What could it possibly... I'm, sci- I'm excited for these plagues, though. Obviously, we've read it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're already in the know. Um, there's some crazy shit happening. So uh, uh, with no further ado, I guess, let's talk about these things. Um, so the key Chapter. point... Um, not to recap or anything, but the key point is that everything that is happening, and this is going to get keep brought up. It's not like it's um. I don't think there's any other way to interpret this, because it specifically states it multiple times. It doubles down on it constantly that God is forcing Pharaoh's hand. Yes, and there's a point that I'm going to get into later in here. It's just Pharaoh that he's doing this to. Yeah, which becomes fascinating as others start to kind of see the light, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, Pharaoh's being, being forced to be a dick. This is like whenever, so when I was a kid and I was a bully and I thought poor people were shitty, it was my dad's fault. Yeah. yeah, Like my dad was God and I was Pharaoh and being shitty to poor people was keep me, Pharaoh keeping the juice. It's a stretch. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, it's a, so I've been watching a shit ton of videos on YouTube about uh, road rage. I don't know uh-huh. why. Cause it just, it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me anxious, you know? Uh, it's scary. Cause it'll just be like two guys on the highway and one of them's like, Oh, I'd really like to merge this lane. The other guy's like, I'm not going to let you. And then he kind of pushes his way in. So the other guy races up, gets in front, slams on his brakes. And then they both like roll off the road and roll out. Like, good job. My guys. point is, is that things could escalate over fucking nothing. You know, like, like all I wanted to do was get in this lane and keep on going. I don't know why we got to risk our lives for this shit. Sure. Um, and that's nothing. So the idea that like these plagues keep happening and they keep dancing with it, like it, it's all just a song and dance. It's all pantomime. There's really no reason for any of this. It's just a display of power. It's like we talked about last week. It's, it's God showing His people. And the Egyptian people, to an extent, he does bring that how up, powerful yeah. he is. Yeah, And it, it gets more... So I was thinking, from my mindset, that it was just God showing his people, the Israelites, mm-hmm. how powerful he was, so that they would have a good reason to keep worshiping him, right. so to speak. But it talks about, actually, in this episode today, we're going to get into that he wanted the Egyptians to know as well, for one reason or the other. So Yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a flex. Like it, it, yeah. it seems to me, if you put it in that context, petty bullshit. Sure. Like, uh, I mean, it's. Go ahead. 
it is because again, you have to keep this in mind. It's important. God is making Pharaoh say no. Right. Right. God is, it's like, it's like if you are, all right, I got it. I have the perfect metaphor. Okay. I'm so good at these. Right. You're a ventriloquist. <laughs> okay. This is what he is. All right. God's got his, he's got his puppets. Arm he certainly has his puppets. Up Pharaoh. He's controlling Pharaoh mm-hmm. and he is making Pharaoh bite him. Right. You're making the, you're making the dummy bite you and you're punching it and it hurts. Right. And you're just, <laughs> Biting yourself with the with the dummy and punching the, it. The 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 the, the but, dummy's getting punched. Your hands getting hurt. But you better damn well know that that audience <laughs> knows you're a good puncher. <laughs> They're like, God damn, he, They're seeing. No matter what that puppet punch. says and does, he's getting his ass kicked. All right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, I'm with you on that. But I guess in 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 God's defense, no one except for Moses knows that Pharaoh is having his heart hardened by God. So for everyone else, it looks like. Pharaoh's standing up to God. God's beating him down. And we'll get That's to that where seeing. people are like are starting to. Yeah, it doesn't. So yeah. I can almost understand it, and, I, and I've heard this stupid argument before, that God's actions are like retribution, like vengeance. Yeah, like for all the slavery. Yeah, because to be fair, according to the Bible, at least, and that might be one sided on this, is the Israelites weren't hurting nobody. Uh, there was the Egyptians had a fight with some other Semites, but not these Semites. Uh, yeah, they, the Hyksos. Yeah, the Hyksos people. Um, so it's a little bit like, um, I don't know how to put it. Transference. It'd be like somebody flew a plane into a building that you really liked. And then now you just keep being like, oh, they want to build a mosque on ground zero. And you're like, we're not going to let them do that. Like, well, that's a, we're talking about two different people. They didn't want to, right? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, yeah, I get it that they look the same and they sound the same. No, you know, the better example would have been. They fly a plane into our buildings. I'm going to shoot the Sikh guy. The <laughs> yeah, ones at the okay. Gas station right, it's more like road. that. Yeah, okay. Because that yeah, literally yeah. fucking happened. Yeah, I'm going to shoot this guy right in a 7-Eleven who just wants to be friends, you know. Who is not even not even the same Muslim, religion, yeah. of course. Yeah, because, I mean, I think Abraham's people, even though they might be Semitic, they're distinct. They're a different line. They're probably not even yeah, circumcised. They are, they, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they they're definitely not. I mean, the Midianites are not circumcised, so. Correct. So, yeah. it's But just, it does say that the Midianites followed the true God. There's a few groups that even it's weird. You, you see this reference and it's nothing that I was ever aware of mm-hmm. in my up biblical upbringing that the media and that the, uh, there's these other people. I think even probably the Edomites and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that they followed real God. They just weren't the chosen people. Yeah. So they, that they're, they didn't have the pact. They didn't have the cut dicks to let them know that. Yeah. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. But that they at least, but like they're, you know, they're at least pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know about cool, but uh, they're certainly they're okay. Because I think I think like uh, certainly in Genesis, I think the Egyptians are held up pretty high. Uh, whereas like the Midianites and the the Edomites, they're kind of just pushed aside. You know, like who gives a shit? Sure, sure, that's true. Certainly, it's not the Medianites being like, "Hey guys, you guys hungry? Is this famine bad? Don't worry, we got you. We're the Medianites. <laughs> Remember, your grandfather fucked a whore, and now that's where we came from. Then, then we exist. We're, we're close. We have that bond that only yeah that only your, whore cousins you, have. You know, <laughs> it's an Appalachian thing. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> um, so, by hook or by crook. The Egyptians have time and time again refused. Pharaoh specifically has refused to let the Israelites go. He is keeping them enslaved. Mm-hmm. We have seen what four, five plagues now. We are on. So let's get started. Exodus nine, the fifth plague. Yeah. Okay, it's the fifth plague. Mm-hmm. We just got so the recap. What what plagues have we seen thus far? We've seen. I'll go backwards. Flies, gnats, 
frogs, and blood. So yeah, we're on the fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, if you count Aaron turning his staff into a snake, we're on the sixth place. <laughs> I don't. That's just a nice little. That's like that's just icing. You know, that's just. <laughs> yeah, but he ate their snakes. So ate their snakes. anyways, yeah. we're on the fifth plague, and this time, God once again. Though this is going to be a little redundant because God keeps doing it. God says to Moses, "Go to Pharaoh." Tell him this is what the Lord says. Let my people go. If not, I'm going to, this time, bring a terrible plague on your livestock, which includes, for reference, horse, donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep, and goats, which, as far as I'm aware, is all, all the livestock. Uh, Llamas, I guess, wouldn't be included. Oxen is in there, too. Well, that's cattle, I think, oh, is what my yeah. Bible said for oxen. Um but llamas aren't included. So if you're the, the Peruvian people, you're safe. Would have been fine. Well, it's only the Egyptians getting it. I'm sure. I know that was a trick. Sentinelese people are fine. Um, Sentinelese. <laughs> I want. I okay. love those guys. Um, They're awesome. But again, and this is also a distinction. Uh, but God is like, I'm gonna fuck up your sheep, but the Israelites in Goshen, they're gonna be just fine. I want you to know who's yes. who's bigger and better. Which is a developing theme because it didn't set them. Apart earlier, right? They still had to deal with the blood water, as far as I'm aware. They, I think um, the, the but difference starting with was the flies. In flies. Yeah, yeah. So I, now we're actually taking care of them. And another new uh, new tactic here is that God also sets a time. He's like, and by the way, it's going down tomorrow. So I feel like this is like God getting into the swing of things. You know, he's like, yeah. The, he's warmed up. The first couple of plagues. Bag. Yeah, the first couple of plagues, he's just firing from the hip. He hasn't quite figured it out. Goshen's getting it, you know. It's like, uh, he, he's like, oh, I haven't quite figured it out. It's like when you first work a hose for the first time, you know. And it's just spraying oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit. I don't, oh, God, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And then you kind of start to, oh, okay, I turn this little knob. I hold it down here. Yeah, and then you're like, it, it puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah, yeah. And then you just start, <laughs> what was that Ted Bundy quote? The first time you kill somebody, you got everything laid out. And then the 30th time, you forget where you left your tire iron. But yeah, that's how he got caught. Poor fella. Yeah, poor fella. Shout so out that's... to Zach Efron for taking on that role. <laughs> really oh, um, shitty laugh from me. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite. I'll, I'll turn it down at least a little bit uh, in post. Damn. Uh, but, so, go ahead. You were talking about how the Israelites are set aside this time, which is great, right? So, all the life, it says, Verbatim, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but not one animal belonging to the Israelites died. Not one chicken got eaten. Which is a shame, though, at the same time, because basically this means God vaccinated them. So all of these animals now have autism. (laughs) Like someone's like, hey, what's wrong with these sheep? (laughs) Why why do they just want to play Game Boy all day? (laughs) Man, that's when 4chan was invented. Some (laughs) some autistic sheep. That's all, that's, all, that's all that populates it now, too. Um, so it says Pharaoh investigated, right? He gets. To, I, I'm assuming he sent out like his NCIS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, he realizes that not a single Israelite uh, animal had died. But for some stupid fucking reason, his heart was unyielding. Yeah, he's not bothered about that. Um, now, my Bible, the concordance from my Bible. Uh, now, if we recall, God spoke to Moses in the form of a burning uh-huh. bush. And... My Bible states that this attack was probably anthrax. So what that 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 that, that the that the pestilence that attacked these livestock was essentially because God has been kind of using nature thus far, you know, flies, livestock, whatever. Yeah, that, frogs out of nowhere. Well, yeah, but he nature. also, but in this instance, he specifically uh, doused the. Uh, he created a plague of anthrax. That's what they're pointing. Oh, so we're, so okay. we can safely state. 
that uh, Bush did the anthrax attacks. <laughs> ah, nice. Didn't he get an envelope in the? Didn't someone send him one? I don't know. And there, that, oh, was, that was the joke. Was that it. there was a bunch of those? But anyway, uh, is that they stated that this was anthrax, which I guess was a thing that happened a bit back then. I didn't even realize like naturally could occur. Yeah, I'm assuming. I, which is weird because I guess it. I've never heard of a natural anthrax attack. I only ever hear it as weaponized. You know, like a. Okay, you clearly haven't seen the documentary The Happening. That wasn't anthrax, you stupid bitch. Don't, try to con- <laughs> don't you fucking try to confuse me. I'm easy. I'm gullible. Don't do that. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, so that's cool. I didn't know that. I didn't read that. I didn't, in my digging, I didn't get to the anthrax thing. But that makes sense. And that's why it would maybe be localized mm-hmm. to just the Egypt, where Goshen is set aside as kind of like its own area to the east of the Nile. Yeah. So, I guess... If there was a breeze of anthrax that blew through, the only thing that doesn't make sense there is that why is it only animals? I mean, anthrax, I'm pretty sure, affects people. Actually, so what about all the shepherds? You, actually, anthrax is specifically a disease that is found in uh, primarily livestock. Well, hot damn. Yeah. So they can spread it through ways that mm-hmm. maybe. That's typically how anthrax spreads, apparently, is through livestock. Uh, it's oh. carried by animals. It's like, it's like a foot and mouth disease or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a, it's like AIDS. Normally, the monkeys are just trading it between themselves, but if you try to have sex with one of them, it can get loose. Yeah. I think that's been debunked. <laughs> Hitler did it. That that's, that's, that's a fact. Hitler fucked a monkey. That's how he got it. So, I heard that in middle I school. I know that that's movie. true. So, the, the, yeah, like we said, though, it doesn't work, right? It, this is the one that, like, okay. Flies can show up. Gnats can show up. Frogs can show up. The blood's a little weird. But now it's like, all right. God just killed, clearly, all of your livestock and left all the Israelite ones alone. Mm-hmm. So this is the point where, you know, if I'm Pharaoh, I've seen flies, I've seen gnats, I've seen frogs. Those are all just animals showing up. That could happen. Right. Now God, like, surgically came in and killed every single livestock in my herd and left the Israelites completely alone. I'm going to start to kind of... yes. Very surgical. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, I would start putting down Israelites like a madman. Maybe I would say, yeah, I will let your people go right into the Nile with a fucking cement it block side of their feet. It is kind of weird because it doesn't state that, like, this isn't traditional slavery where you just got a whole lot of cotton that needs picking. This yeah. is like slavery as like a form of punishment. This is like, um, this is, mo- Pharaoh is more akin to like Hitler and the Jews. All right, yeah, because like, sure. this isn't, you're not enslaving these people because you need them as slave labor, even though you're using them. You're enslaving them because you hate Israelites and because you fear their numbers and you're trying to keep them down, you know, so. Correct. Um, the, yeah, you were doing fine. Egypt, uh, presumably, Egypt was fine Egypt before they started enslaving Egypt doesn't Israelites, them. you know. Yeah. Which makes it all that more sadistic that Pharaoh is still refusing. Yeah. But then again, we know it's not Pharaoh's fault because God is making him do this. Yeah. I have to keep going back to that because it's so absurd to me. Yeah, it, I never realized You could have just let them go, but he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to teach Pharaoh a lesson. Uh, you're teaching a lot of other people a lesson, too. I mean, there's a lot of lessons. Mostly other people. Yeah. There's a lot of collateral damage in this lesson that you're telling a guy who you're not letting learn from the lesson, you know? Yeah. To me, it's like um, it's like a... It's just it's retribution Yeah. for the, the years it's of cruel, slavery. It's cruel, sadistic retribution. It's like if one of the neighbor kids hit a baseball through my window. And uh, I just, you know, I pounce on him and I'm holding him down. I just weigh more than him, you know, and I just got my... Uh, <laughs> you put a frog in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, I just put a frog in his mouth. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, pay for the window. And he's like, I'll get... He's got, like, how are you saying I'm sorry? There's a frog in your mouth. He's got, I'm like, you pay for that fucking window. And he's like, I've got the money in my hand. I'm just punching him over. And I'm like, pay for that window. 
And he's like, I'm trying to give you the money, but you will not you accept it. just keep putting it. it back in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just keep putting I'm just stuffing dollar bills into his mouth as I put lice in his hair, you know? like. Yeah, or like with the next plague, which is a plague of boils, you start rubbing your herpes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, Maybe don't. Maybe don't do that to no, the no, neighbor no, kid. No, no, no. I'm going to... I'm going to give him some uh, HPV as I rub my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Teabag him, you know? He's like, I just, I, what's that? Let's w-? assume the neighbor kid's 18. Can <laughs> okay, real quick? Uh, he's like, he's like, what does that window cost? Like 18 bucks? I'm like, it's not about the money. <laughs> so I just fucking. <laughs> it's about sending a message. <laughs> There's a bunch of other neighbor kids like, little Timmy's been no, away. Like, did he ever get that baseball back? Like, what? <laughs> All the other kids are like, yeah, I'm definitely calling the cops. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the kids are like, yeah, I, uh, stay the fuck away from me. That, that, that's the uh, that's the deleted ending to the Sandlot. <laughs> so, so whoever's writing this story gets kind of bored, I think, because the next plague they really wrap it up fast. It's uh, basically it says, yeah, it's like four champ, it's like four verses, just boom, and then there yeah. was also boils. So the Lord says, all right, Moses, Aaron, take some soot from the furnace, throw it up in the air, and everyone's gonna have boils. I don't know how that works. Uh, it sucks. So I guess it also says um, the boils are going to break out on people and animals. But I thought all the animals were dead. But whatever. I mean, it, 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 I think the puppies were spared in the last plague. So all the all the puppies and kittens got boils because they were spared. Yeah. Um. So the the visualization is that ash from a furnace was used to bake bricks. So yeah. that they were typically the reason why the furnaces exist was to bake these bricks, which they already is like a is like a I guess a an analogy for their slavery. Like the whole point is that they uh, Israelites are enslaved to bake bricks. So they're like, oh yeah, you like breaking bricks? Here's some soot. Uh, you, you, you. So there's some good there's some good yeah. uh, imagery there. Yeah, yeah. There's some good. Yeah, I like uh, that. So he caused boils. Dude, my favorite part about this. Uh, oh, go ahead. So verse. 811 or sorry 911 Exodus 911 the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the bo- <laughs> oh boy uh, the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils for the boils were on the magicians and on all of the Egyptians so this is kind of just more just beating them down like those magicians that thought they had those fancy snakes getting it Okay, so imagine this is the crazy part here. Now the the uh, magicians can't even show up to like try and you know yeah match Moses's magic. <laughs> so this is how I picture these guys. These are like some kids' party magicians, right? They're used to showing up. They make balloon animals <laughs> a couple or of whatever. Clowns. Yeah, they like pull some cards out of their pocket, pull a coin out of the ear. You just teleport those guys straight into like a Dungeons and Dragon campaign, right? <laughs> like so, there's like. There's fucking real magic, all like, right? Uh, this is the, this is it. <laughs> I love... It's just such a shaming, humiliating defeat is that the magicians are like, you know, we know how to make snakes. Like, yeah, where are you now? Like, I have been on the toilet for four days. You're like, yeah! Yeah, you thought I've you boiled. could fuck with God, and I'll show you what happens. I have boils inside of yeah, me. Yeah, like, oh, so I, I had hoped it was just um, hemorrhoids, but it's, it's all over. <laughs> uh... So God keeps stepping it up, right? The boils didn't work, uh, obviously. Pharaoh's heart. And, wow, yeah. what a shocker. And, and, Pharaoh still isn't okay. And specifically, here is a Exodus 9, 12. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he did not heed them, just as the Lord had spoken to Moses. So what does it take? What what, what do you want, God? Like, what do you want? Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Don't, don't, I, don't I feel foreshadow like, too much. And again, you know what it's like? It's like... Um, 
you ever play a game of Monopoly where uh, you yeah. could finish it? You're like, oh, yeah, uh, I could finish it right now, but so I've got fun. so many more hotels I want to upgrade before I do this shit, you know, <laughs> before I beat my eight-year-old niece. I'm going to kick that out the other, like I'm about to bring the thunder, uh, you know? You gotta, yeah, you gotta, no, that's what he's doing. You got to well, toy with again, him before you it run is up all the about, score. I, like to, I would like to imagine, or I'd like to know exactly what this time frame is supposed to be. Like, is this happening day? Is this every day? Or is this like a month? It, I think in some places it tells it like, oh, and then three days passed and then seven days passed. And then sometimes it seems like it's... There's not a lot of that, thing. though. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's hit or miss on whether or not they... Uh, I'm assuming that the livestock and the boils happen almost right on top of each other because so he's like okay tomorrow livestock all die the pharaoh sends out sees them all dead that day and he's like but i'm not letting him go and then the sixth play happens i think that same day um and because the next day even the seventh kind of comes right off of that Well, the seventh he's like okay now go in the morning and talk to pharaoh so the next morning if we're taking this as if it was written competently it's hard to picture though because like is he living out with the midianites i like i don't know where he's at even. he's got to be in egypt because he's talking to the pharaoh yeah I, he, ta- he goes and talks to the pharaoh know, every but... day, which is a weird the pharaoh certainly is a much gentler pharaoh than i would be oh yeah, yeah. i would have killed this like dude after the frogs i'd be like you know the next time you see that guy on the property like <laughs> here's the thing though i don't think he could have because god is literally making pharaoh mean right couldn't he just also make Pharaoh not want to kill Moses? Kind of, I'm assuming. I just make him fucking stupid. He's like making yeah. him angry, but not that type of angry. It's it, the guy has no agency, it's like we've stubborn. talked about. So yeah, if you were Pharaoh, you wouldn't be able to do any of this because God's telling you what, making you do things. Yeah, it's like he's an NPC. Exactly. <laughs> it. What is the point of this power struggle when again, you take away Pharaoh's willpower? Again, it's just to show people. It, it, it's it just things. it's just it's just God holding Pharaoh down and be like, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting it yourself? It is, but it's also if Pharaoh was malleable, then God wouldn't be able to show this huge like he says because God's showing him this. I control the animals. I control your health. I control whether your li- livestock live or die. I control the waters. Uh, where's your? He's God's showing now? every facet of your life. God has complete control over. So it does make sense in that regard. If you want to think about it that way. Right. Um, it isn't. And again, I know this is sort of more obvious and I know we've talked about it, but that this is also a huge flex on Egypt's gods. Like, don't you yeah, have a like God of the crops? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Where is he? I ain't seen him. Oh, we ha- you have a, don't you have a God of making sure the gnats don't come around <laughs> yeah, Don't too you much? have a God of <laughs> clear skin? Like, <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> Clear a set. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't you have a god that protects you from, uh, you know, pooping to death? Had is definitely the key word here. Because um, we got a new god in town, boys. So now we get to the seventh plague. Hey. This one's fucking wild. This one is wild. Now, like uh, we'll, we'll talk about what he what some of the differences might be in the interpretation of this. But So, again, God goes to Moses All right, in the early morning, which is... Before Pharaoh's had his coffee, like you're a real sadistic son of a bitch, God. Like yeah. I'm imagining Pharaoh, he's got sick boils all over him. He's just like, oh my god, the one time of peace today is where I go and I take a dump in the river. And who's waiting for him? Moses, just showing up, just interrupting his time, yeah. like the Lorax. 
And I like that Pharaoh maybe deep somewhere in his subconscious is like, I need to let these people go. But God's like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> You're going to keep them. Um, so I'm going to read this one then. Lord says to Moses, go to the Pharaoh in the early morning and say to him, thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. For at this time, I will send all my plagues to your very heart and on your servants and on your people that you may know that there is none like me in all the earth. So there's the flex. There's the flex. And again, what's the point? Why is Moses talking to Pharaoh when Pharaoh can't agree to it anyway? You're sending out contracts he can't sign because you're taking away all the pins, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. But it's... It's it is the circumstance of it. It's the pomp and circumstance. We need it. We need to see it drawn out. These people are just pawns. All of them. Moses is a pawn. Pharaoh's a pawn. Aaron's a pawn. They're just so that God can play out his basically like his cosmic. (laughs) And the people of Egypt are less than pawns. (laughs) They are yeah. They're whatever the board is. I guess Um, mahogany. Oh. Coca-Cola. That's actually not. Uh, now, nice if I had point. stretched my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, then you would have been cut off from the earth. But indeed, for this purpose, I have raised you up that I may show my power in you, that my name may be declared in all the earth. So now we're seeing that not only is God flexing for the Israelites, but also for the Egyptians. He's his hand. Here, yeah. Here's the question, though. If he... If the idea is that the Egyptians are also going to proclaim his greatness, where's that? Yeah. That doesn't exist. It's, it's, the only... it's all stick, no carrot. Well, I'm no, I'm saying it doesn't exist in history. Right. The only telling of this story is in the Israelite Bible. There's no... Um, There's no the Egyptians bowing Record down. of this like, from oh, the man, Egyptians, which is God kick, says it, the point of this was that they would tell everyone, but they didn't tell anyone. Ooh, Apparently, it, okay. I, I get what you you're know? saying now. So you're saying like the whole point was that the Egyptians, who are capable of writing things down... <laughs> and did. And would remember this shit. Uh, the whole point yeah, was, I really want didn't. you guys to remember this. So it, it honestly just makes it all the more pointless, you know? For sure. like Because uh, the only record of it is in the people that were the, air quotes, good guys, you yeah. know? Uh, you know, like the whole point was like, I want you to write this down and remember me. And then the first thing they do is forget as much. Um, <laughs> what was that? Who, what was... I feel like I was sick and all my kids died last week. Do you, do you guys remember that? <laughs> nah, that didn't happen. Who knows? No, Whatever. No. I don't know. I think it was set. It's <laughs> 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 a new piss. You know? um, so, but again, build a and this is this is nine seventeen. As yet, you exalt yourself against my people, and that you will not let them go. But you're doing it, God. Like, what the yeah, fuck is I, all this? What is all this? It's all for show, dude. Who's he doing it's it for? Because Moses knows is that he's lying a piece of shit. I mean, I guess the Pharaoh doesn't know. Like, the Pharaoh doesn't know that he's a puppet, you know? Yeah. Like, do you think if Jesus... Okay, so we could get into... There's a whole lot of argument about what the Trinity is, right? The Father, I'm Son, the Holy Spirit. I'm unaware of the Trinity. I, I, like, the Holy Spirit, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Yeah, Perfect, sure. But Let's no. just say they exist. Let's just pretend for a second that there's three people... Three individual entities in heaven mm-hmm. or wherever, and that God's doing all this stuff. Do you think Jesus is like a son? Is sitting there like, this is, <laughs> this is, dad, dad? Are you like, are you like, are you like your uh, the kid at Olive Garden oh, when your he... mom keeps sending back her water because there's too much ice? Yeah, oh, I was like, gonna say it's exactly that. Just let it melt. It's, just let it melt. It's it's a it's, uh, it's like it's like that. It's like uh, I'm gonna keep saying it's like that bitch mother who's like ah uh, this was a little bit too much. I would I was hoping I could get a discount. You know, it's like uh yeah. 
no. I was like, oh, she's always trying to ask for shit for free. Like, my mom's always doing this. Mom, why are you always embarrassing me? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's how Jesus feels right now, if he exists. Yeah, if Jesus does exist, heaven. he's like, God, what? Why are we doing this? Why? Just leave yeah, the nice I, pharaoh alone. Like we don't need to pick up. You're the worst. We don't need to pick a fight with the staff at the Olive Garden. Like we can we just teleport the Jews into somewhere cool. Yeah. It's good enough. Like for the lot. land beyond time or something. Honestly, at this I would be just like, can we just smite them from the heavens and go home? Like, like can we just do to them like we did? It was good enough for Sodom and Gomorrah. Can we mercy rule this? Yeah. If you which will? must mean that Sodom and Gomorrah were really wicked because these people are forcing yeah. people. I guess they just weren't butt fucking each other. But see, I think that. Much like how the plagues are getting more honed in, yeah. I think that was an earlier angrier God. He was like a baby rattlesnake. Oh. He didn't know how much venom to put yeah. in. <laughs> okay. He sunk it in. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's making sense. Again, he's getting better at it. He's like... Yeah, he's getting... Sodom and Gomorrah is like it's that serial killer's first Like kill. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that. Hell yeah. It's like that serial killer's first kill. You're just hitting him with a ball peen hammer until they stop screaming, and then eventually you get it down. Now he's at the part where he's in- gently injecting them with insulin. <laughs> yeah, because you need to have so much more fun with yeah, the corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much better when their teeth are still in. You know, like you don't want to have to just knock them out on the first day. Okay, okay. So he's. This is some. The, we got God cornered. Yeah, we figured, we figured him, out. him out. He's a he's he's a fucking serial killing psychopath. And his first couple of toy runs, you know, the, 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 those are the risky ones, you know. He like like um okay. So I, I I'm trying to remember what it is, but Sodom and Gomorrah. That's like the Vidalia. That's like the Night Prowler, and now he's gone full Golden State rapist, <laughs> Golden Ooh, State nice. killer. Yeah, he's getting just he's and getting yeah. so good with it. So does that make us the relative that did a twenty three and me subscription? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, these are some good references. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what God is. Um, so so he, well, he's on to his next trick, right? Basically, and he says, "Behold, tomorrow about this time, I will cause heavy hail to rain down, such as has not been in Egypt since its founding until now." So here's what I did. After I read this, I was like, well, let me see what the worst hailstorm this year in Egypt was. And I found it. There was a guy at a rooftop cafe, and he tripped, and he had a cup of ice, mm-hmm. and it <laughs> fell off the roof. And that was the worst hailstorm in Egypt this year. the worst they had that year? They were like, yeah. um, someone's <laughs> cat got a little bit miffed because it landed. I was like, oh. They're like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm obviously the joke here is that it's a desert. So the did you actually look it up? Because I'm almost be positive that there's been of snow course in not. Egypt. Of course you didn't look it up. There's snow in Egypt sometimes. No. Probably down. Probably. I I know. Yeah, I feel like I've seen know. a photo of the pyramids with snow on them. Ooh, that's actually cool. Maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know. But let's Google that. Well, I should have actually Googled it instead of just coming up with a dumb <laughs> the joke. joke about a guy who tripped who on a cafe. Thought? I like it. Uh, so, who would have thought that's the direction uh, I would have taken? Uh, so anyway, he tells them. So interesting note here is that in this plague specifically, God tells Pharaoh, "Go and get all the fucking animals you got and bring them in, because anything that's left out in the field, man or beast, I will strike down. I'm gonna beat them to death like a thousand tiny fists. Like, <laughs> imagine getting beaten by one million babies. That's the kind of pain I'm gonna bring you. <laughs> or pecked to death by ducks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's the messed up part. So. There's like his royal court is listening in on this right. and Pharaoh doesn't care. Some of the royal court though, it said heeded the warning, right? Cause they're like, Oh damn, like this guy has been right about everything. So they go out and they bring in all the livestock. It says to, in my Bible, 
But those who ignored the word of the Lord left their slaves and livestock in the field. (laughs) What? Uh, uh, The slaves at the field are getting it too. That's just getting hammered by. And of all the people who've got to be completely innocent, the slaves uh, in the working the field, the field slaves. They're the only ones that paid for it. Well, the livestock too. Which, wait a second, livestock? I thought we just killed all the livestock. Hasn't it been two days since the livestock all died? Whatever. They, I'm assuming they stole it from the Israelites. I don't know. It sounds like fake news to me. Um, yeah. So some of the servants... Now, it's kind of, again, for whatever you want to say, at least it's written well enough that we can understand that this is a gradual turning. Is that when he first came in there, no one believed him. And these plagues just keep compiling on the people of Egypt. So at this point, even though Pharaoh uh, is a puppet who can't even really understand what's happening to him... Um, the uh, the other pe- the people of Egypt are starting to turn. There's some of the people of Egypt are like, you know what? I, I'm gonna bring in my animals. I'm I'm. I thought there was, you know, uh, I thought we'd be okay, but I'm starting to believe this Moses character. Yeah. So that's what's funny is that the Egyptians are catching on. The magicians are catching on. <laughs> it's just not Pharaoh. And why is he not? Because God is making him. So literally everyone in Egypt is now at this point saying, let them go, please. We, we, you know, we shouldn't have made them slaves. It's not like they were slaves for a long time, right? They were most, they became slaves right around the time Moses, the Moses was born, right? It was that King. It was the King when Moses was born. That it's got to be just one generation. It's been one generation. These people have paid in my opinion, granted who's to say, right? Slavery is pretty screwed up. And, and, and Pharaoh was a real dick. So I, I get it. They needed to maybe be punished. But now it's like, all right, let them I go. think just God, give them a donkey him, and an acre go. of land. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. Okay. Man. Uh, My grandparents. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so the Lord tells Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven, uh, that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt on man, on beast, and on every herb of the field throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses does this, but this is interesting. So the Lord sent thunder, hail, and fire darted to the ground, and the Lord yeah, what the hell's fire? So what my concordance states is that hail is something of a misinterpretation. That what they really mean is tiny meteorites, which would Ooh, explain like a meteor the, shower. Kind of the thunderstorm and the fire and brimstone aspect of it. And also explain why it's the worst one ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's the only time that's ever happened anywhere on Earth, pretty much. Yeah. Um, fascinating. Uh, again, Goshen gets a pass. Um, but every dude out working the field just doing his job and every beast uh, were struck down. And, they had it coming. And every herb and tree was broken into pieces. Now, um, when we get to the next plague, there's something to talk Not about. Not every herb yeah, and tree. Apparently, just the ones that were ripe that time of year. It's just like the livestock. Yeah, like... Right. So yeah, some of the stuff it depended. Yeah, if the, if the barley was ripe, there's part of it that you pluck now. There's part of it you pluck later. Mm-hmm. So the part that you pluck now got ruined. The other part is kind of laying on the ground, and it should be okay, assuming God doesn't send any other plague. Oh, I hope this is the end of the plague. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Pharaoh breaks again and says, brings Moses and Aaron. He's like, okay, guys, I fucked up. I've sinned this time. Your God is good. 
me and my people. It's like the uh, it's like that scene from um, <laughs> Happy Gilmore, where he finally breaks down to Chubbs Peterson. Remember that? And he's just like, "I'm you're good. I'm great." You're attractive. I'm not good looking. You're the best. I'm the worst. I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 oh, years. Oh, man. But so good. Maybe 50. But anyway, the point Anyways. is that Pharaoh's on his knees and he's just giving, he's like, You're great. I'm wicked. You're tall and handsome. I'm not traditionally attractive. Whatever, whatever it needs to be. It's sad. Uh, so obviously, just like every other case, Moses says, All right, I'm going to leave the city. I'm going to turn off the hail or brimstone, whatever the hell this stuff is. Uh-huh. He leaves. He turns it off. Pharaoh says, got him. <laughs> Just kidding. Psych, uh, I think is actually the, the correct term. But is here's the interesting thing is that Moses, again, what, what is the point of any of this? So Moses is like, okay, I'll go turn off the hail, but Genesis, uh, Exodus 9.30. But as for you and your servants, I know that you will not yet fear the Lord God. So he's like, all right, yeah. I'm going to turn off the hail, but I know you don't get it yet. Yeah, how does he know? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe because I wonder. God told him. Uh, it's like Moses finally caught on to what's happening. Our bad, even though God's been screaming into his face. Our bad fake texts. <laughs> Ugh. Um, so, yeah, Pharaoh says no again. As He's a glutton for punishment at this point, no doubt. Again, though, not, not by so his own what, choice. So technically, because the destruction to their crops was in the form of a giant beatdown, essentially... Um, uh-huh. While the crops were damaged, as you mentioned, some things were still survived. You know, there's still seeds and yeah, things. Yeah, whatever. Be, whatever. So it wasn't a total ass whooping. There's still some left. There's still some ass left to kick. So far. Um, and But the Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he didn't want to let him go. Blah, blah, blah. We've heard this before. So then we roll into chapter 10. Then the Lord says to Moses, go to Pharaoh. I harden his heart, as you know. Yeah. And the hearts of his officials, which I don't think is There's true. There's no other way read. to interpret this. Uh, Exodus 10. Uh, the Lord said to Moses, go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his servants that I may show these signs of mine before him. See, there you go. That's the point. It's all for the show. Uh, I'm, which is, which is again, I don't know. I'm not God. Maybe that is a good thing to do. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's not about the money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He says, tell your children and grandchildren how I dealt harshly with the Egyptians. You know, tell, pass this down to the Israelite people as we go. This is what happens <laughs> when you mess with, with my, with the real God. Yeah. This is like a, this is like someone cuts you off in traffic and then you push him off the yeah. road. You drag him out in the car and you start beating the shit out of him. And they're like, can't we just go? You already won. He's you like, I want kids. you to tell your grandkids about this day. <laughs> You let him know how mighty so, I was that I beat up this accountant on his way to a conference in Ohio. You know? <laughs> so Moses and Pharaoh show up and they say, hey, look, uh, how long are you, you know, God, God's asking, how long are you going to keep this up? But God knows because God is making him keep it up. Uh, so re- Read weird. out 10.3. What is your book? How does your book translate? My book says, so Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said to him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says. How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go so that they may worship me. And then God, this is like, I can't even think of a good metaphor, but God is making Moses say this and then making Pharaoh say, no, No, like he's, he's playing both sides. He's a, I feel like, I feel like he's like a warlord who somehow is making some money off this deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly, I don't, and he is. He's making glory. Yeah, I don't want the rebels to surrender. I want them to keep fighting. You know, this is like when um, Commodus, mm-hmm. the uh, 
you know, the the Caesar. Um, in Gladiator? No. When he would, he would stage fights at the Colosseum, but he would, like, stab him in the liver first oh, yeah, before yeah, they went yeah. out to he's fight. Like, oh. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's, it's all stage. Anyway, so, again, we've talked about it ad nauseum. So, so God's making this happen. And he's like, all right, well, if you're going to keep playing hardball, Pharaoh, I mean, you're a tough guy. You're a tough cookie. But you, you keep pushing me, Pharaoh. You keep pushing me. Guess what? Locusts. Uh, yeah, I, and the new thing here is that this time his officials turn on him, right? They don't literally turn on him, but they say, "Hey, uh, hey, Pharaoh, like, uh, yeah, this is let's maybe let him this go. Is, maybe, maybe, maybe that's true." To me, this is like, and this is this is a this is a this, this is, is a very this niche is this is a very niche reference. But when the emperor of Japan, after the first nuclear bombing, uh, they're like, "Hey, uh, I think uh, the U.S. has nuclear power. They seem to be destroying bits of Japan piece by piece, and they keep saying they're going to keep bombing us until we surrender." And he's like, "Nah, let's just keep going to the end. Let's take it to the limit. <laughs> Push it to the limit." And that's where we are, though. And sir. The other people were like, "I don't know if you saw the destruction, but uh, it seems pretty bad out there. We should really surrender." And he's like, "Nah, they ain't got the balls." <laughs> Um, so his people have now turned on him. They, they, they see this. They're like, this is not going well for anyone involved. Um, and Moses here, or, or sorry, Pharaoh here thinks that he has like still a chance to make a deal. So he says to Moses and Aaron, he says, all right, I'm gonna let you guys go. But just the men, the women, all your animals, they have to stay here. Otherwise I know you're going to get up to no good. Yeah. I know you're going to sneak away if I let you take your animals and your women. So just the men can go worship, and of course that's not okay. Is it? Moses I mean, and Aaron it, it's say, almost impossible to know what the Pharaoh is thinking because he isn't really being given the choice. So I almost wonder well, sure. I would, if if you didn't have God basically being like, by the way, I'm in charge of everything, even the Pharaoh's actions. You would almost say that yeah. it's pride, or it's him just being a dick, or it's him being vindictive, or him just not, or him being like, I'm the Pharaoh. These fucking shepherds are going to come in here and tell me what's what I'm going to kick their ass, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like thinking that you can phase it. And yeah. Like, like, like you okay. Can... You know, it's like, um, it, it's like when some guy comes and asks for a free meal and you just punch him yeah. in the mouth and you're like, no homeless people get out of here. And they're like, well, can I just have a bread roll? And you're like, no, and you just, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, like all I want is to use your bathroom. No, I said, you know, <laughs> um, adamant, adamant, um, interesting, uh, Exodus 10, seven, is when the Pharaoh's servants are like, hey, can you just let these guys go? Do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed? So at this point, even the Egyptians are like, hey, man, we don't have any livestock. Everyone's covered in boils. It sucks. We don't have any crops. We have nothing. Egypt is totally fucked right now. And you are still playing your games? Like, what do you even have to gain at this point, Pharaoh? What what are you fighting for? We're dead. It's bananas. Just completely insane. So they, at first Pharaoh says, all right, you can take the man. Moses says, nope, that's not the deal. So the Lord says to Moses, stretch out your hand over Egypt and let the locusts swarm and devour everything growing in the fields. So the stuff that was left, right, that we talked about in the last mm-hmm, chapter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all going to get eaten up now. And it said, the Lord made an east wind blow across the land that day, all day, all night. And it brought locusts and invaded Egypt, and uh, never had there been such a plague of locusts. And here's the important part, nor will there ever be again. So, oh, that's nice. I was enticed by that. Yeah. I looked into it. I said, what was the biggest swarm of locusts ever recorded in history? Right. I found it. 
That's a piece of information that exists out there. In 1875, the largest recorded swarm of locusts covered 198,000 square miles in the Midwest of the U.S., which is bigger than the state of California. Um, It is technically smaller than modern-day Egypt. Mm -hmm. I don't know how big Egypt was at this point. It's hard to track that down. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is... They're, they're saying it was probably in the several trillions of locusts. Now, let me give you an idea of how many locusts that is. Okay. If you were to sit down and smack locusts every second, right? You're killing <laughs> okay. them. Guess how long it would... Guess what year it would be when you killed the last locust. Uh, uh, 1994. No, from now. Until yeah. Starting now, yeah. you're smacking yeah. them. It's not in the past, it's obviously. It's in the past. It's in the past. What do you think... You start smacking the trillion. So I'm killing one locust a second. Trillion? This is a good aside, by the way. This is really interesting. Just guess. Just guess. Uh, 2057. This... No, it would be the year 33,000 and some trillion. <laughs> I guess that's, that's how, how trillions work. Um, yeah. So there's locusts. Ev- like, the, li- it, 198,000 square miles happened. Right. So this swarm of locusts was bigger than that. It was at least 200,000 square miles of locusts. That's a lot of locusts. Um so Egypt is dis- so an interesting point that's made here is that at the end of Genesis, uh, Egypt is sort of a mid-level player, and yeah. then God lifts them up by creating a famine, and through Joseph, through Joseph lifts up Egypt, roughly. and Egypt becomes the greatest nation in the land. And now, effectively, uh, Egypt is destroyed. It, it's dead. It's it's a, it's Walter White at the end of Breaking Bad. It's dead. It just doesn't know it yet. You know. Yeah. It's in its last legs. Um, And uh, it's a bit of an ass whooping. Which is weird because you don't really see them fade away. I don't think this did. Have you looked up at that at all? Like, is there a point that Egypt really dipped off the map? Uh, I mean, obviously they got conquered by different, like the Greeks and there was the whole Roman uh, thing happening later on. I mean, this is pre Cyrus the Great and uh, Xerxes and things. Or like Alexander, you know, Alexander, Alexander the Great. Macedonians and shit. Um, so I don't know. I mean, certainly Egypt was almost destroyed by a low level famine. Well, not a low level, but a famine. Because this is this is worse than worse than Carthage, and we know about that. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it would be weird that um, that something in this proportions wouldn't be recorded. But again, that you know. It's probably all bullshit. So, uh, it's like saying, like, I never heard anything about, uh, I never read anything on the BBC about uh, those hurricanes that were mentioned in Harry Potter. Well, yeah, that's probably. Wow, oh. <laughs> oh. I, I ran into the wall at, at Station Nine, Platform that's Nine. Such a surprise! I don't understand. I thought this was historical text. Um, so again, so it's the same. Story. So again, uh, the Pharaoh calls for Moses and Aaron is like, okay, all right, I fucked up this time. I really fucked up. Which, so it feels like Pharaoh does want to let this shit slide. He wants to let it go because when when God's not controlling him like a meat puppet, he's like, all right, guys, yeah, and I it's real up. heart. I, I'm sorry, I sinned against you. My people sinned. I want you to get out of here. You're good to go. And then when the plagues are removed, God goes in and then changes Pharaoh's mind. He has to feel like a drug addict, right? So he's like, I finally kicked it. I'm going to be good. I'm going to take care of my family. <laughs> yeah. And then you wake up in an alley with needles sticking <laughs> needles all up your arm. I was thinking. You're like, what? what? I thought. I would think it's kind of <laughs> like. God's like, a, like ah. <laughs> I was thinking it's like 
Tourette's or something, you know, where he doesn't know oh, why yeah, he's yeah. like, no, get the fuck out of That's here. That's what Tourette's like, what? is. Tourette's is God. Tourette's, <laughs> God Tourette's is God screaming through people or giving them ticks. Good one. Um, That's depressing. So, but yeah, like, uh, it, to me, it also feels like uh, Tyler Durden from Fight Club, you know, yeah. where he like wakes up, he's like, what happened? Like, yeah, you did all this shit and you hurt all these people. Like, I... I don't remember that. <laughs> you know, like, that's, is that, that doesn't seem like something I'd do, but apparently I that's did. That's only something Brad Pitt would yeah. do. Um, so, again, uh, he's using winds. He calls in an east wind, which apparently pulls these locusts from Arabia. Yeah. And, and then, then calls a west wind to push them into the Red Sea. Uh, again, this is a direct flex on... Oh, man, I have the name of the gods, the Egyptian gods. Not that it really matters, but... The wind gods. There's whatever. the gods of the winds. There's the gods of the crops, and there's the gods of the skies, and all that shit. And he's just flexing on all of them. Like, oh, did you think you have a god that controls the sky? I hope he can stop this hail that I'm bringing. Womp womp. Yeah. And then we're gonna get to the biggest god here, right? Uh, the god. I of, think that's what this. Yeah, is. Yeah. So now he's flexing on Ra. Yeah. The god of the sun. So all this shit goes down again. Lord's just with no with no with no. Uh, a do this time, yeah. right? We just roll right into we, it. Laura's just like, okay, all right, that didn't work. But um, I want you to stretch out your hand towards the heavens that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, darkness which may even be felt. So I'm assuming it just feels like someone took a bunch of uh, wool blankets and just put them on everybody, you know, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah. Um, so Moses stretches out his hands and a thick darkness fell towards us. So we are now on the ninth plague. Um, and for three days there was thick, thick, sexy darkness. Mm. Uh, mm. I love oh it. Oh my god! And you've you've all had you've had one of those hurricane parties, you know, where the lights are out. Well, I mean, I've also spent uh, time in Barrow, Alaska, where that's pretty <laughs> that common. That's true. That happens a month out of the year. You got a bang. Um, but so everyone's just like they're bouncing into each other. They're blind. Like, what the hell's going on, man? I, I thought I left my chair here, you know. Uh. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings, which must be a real burn. You know, you just see over there in the distance, they're having dances and stuff. Their candles work. They're yeah, reading yeah. books. You're like, man, this sucks. Counting their gold. Um, so Pharaoh relents, but again, he's a dumbass. He goes to Moses. He's like, all right, all right, listen. Okay, you got me. You got me good. Go. Go serve the Lord. But... Leave your flocks. Uh, don't take those with you. Uh, but I'll let your kids go with you this time. You can take the kids. Don't bring your animals. And Moses like, well, we got to burn something. We don't just sacrifice children to God, okay? I don't know what you heard, but uh, we need some sheep to murder, you know? Yeah. Um, and he goes, our livestock shall go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind. We must take some of them to serve the Lord of our God, and even we do not know what we must serve the Lord until we arrive there. This is like... He's lying. He's lying. Yeah, he's, he's full wants, of shit. He wants yeah. food. He wants yeah. food. He's like, oh, it's like... Which is, which is sensible. It's fucked up to send him out there without yeah, their it's food. Like, uh, it's like when some guy comes to you and he's like, hey, man, I need, uh, I, I'm going out to dinner with my friends tomorrow night. You're like, okay. And you're like, can I have 50? You know, can I have some money? And you're like, all right, well, uh, where are you going? Like, can I have 100 bucks? You're like, well, where are you going? Me, me. McDonald's. Yeah. Well, I don't think you need a hundred bucks, then, don't you? you just it was like, well, I don't know what we're gonna get. All right, it might get pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't think you need a hundred bucks. I don't think you need all. Of I might pick up a few yeah. bottles of really nice scotch. Yeah, yeah. On like, the way. what if I? Like, all right. Um, but Genesis ten twenty seven, 
The Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Who would have thunk the it? Pharaoh- it's funny this time because Pharaoh finally catches on. Instead of just saying, nope, Pharaoh says, no, and also, if I ever see you again, I'll kill you. You're a fucking dead man. So the Lord hardens Pharaoh's hearts, and then the Pharaoh said to Moses, get away from me. Take heed of yourself and see my face no more, for in the day you see my face, you shall die. Which is a way awesome way to say it. And Moses is like, you know what? Uh, Message received. You shall never see me again, bitch. I'm out. Uh, what the fuck is going on here? Like, where are we? What? What? What is this? So Pharaoh was like, "Okay, you can take your oxen." What is the point of the negotiations? What is the point of any of this? Why is Moses being like, "Well, we want to take our sheep. Like, we well, don't take your sheep." But like, okay, but we got to do it at least a mile out. So well, don't do it. Like, all right. And then the second they're about to strike a deal, they're like, their hands are like, like okay, they're getting the special calligraphy pens out to sign. This. And then uh, he's like, "Ah, sight, gotcha," you know. Um, it's the handshake where you end up just putting your hands. It's like your hair. that. Uh, it's like imagine that scene from Django where Leonardo DiCaprio catches them, and they're oh, like, yeah. "Okay, we got a deal. We've signed it. You got your money. Where everyone's good." And he's like, and then God's like, "Make him shake your hand." <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I insist. I insist you shake my hand. Like no, don't. We don't need all this. It's gonna get worse. <laughs> it's really important, huh? It is more or less that. Yeah. And so it all falls apart right at the end of the negotiations, right after three straight days of darkness, which is now that is you're we're, we're into it. Yeah. You know, that's too much. That's a lot of darkness. Locusts can show up on their own. The sun cannot go dark for three days, including all your yeah, lanterns. Take that, that's take that raw. the most divine thing we've seen so take far. Take that Apollo while we're at it, you know? Yeah. Um, do you know what I want to do? Go ahead. I want to save the rest of it for the next episode end on the ninth and just have just the 10th plague. Cause it's so much. To All right. It. Well, we'll stop There's so here. much Jewish we'll tradition. Here. So we've now, <laughs> so there will not be peace in the middle East. We have assured that negotiations <laughs> have broken down. Pharaoh's like, you know what? I'm done with your shit, which he should have done the day one, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never uh, like after after like, hey, by the way, I poison all the water. Be like, all right, well, if I see you again, you're a dead man. Like, I, I don't just, yeah. I don't just take kindly to people poisoning the city's water supply. You don't get yeah, to do that I'll twice. Yeah. Again, though, we have to assume that the reason he didn't is because God is puppeting yeah, him, yeah. which is which makes the whole story kind God's of. God's got one thick, hairy fucking arm up Pharaoh's ass, just like rah, 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 rah. yeah, just running that mouth, running that mouth. Through all those intestines, too. But Gosh. We'll, yeah, we'll stop there. So the ninth plague has been completed. Darkness falls. Eat shit. All right. Egypt. Tenth plague aside, which we'll get to next mm-hmm. week, what's your favorite plague so far? Ooh. I like, uh, I, I like the frogs. I think that's the best one. That's still been my favorite. It's pretty that's good. That's a pretty annoyed one. Of all the plagues. Imagine like, if yeah. you... Imagine if you collect reptiles or have like a pet snake. This is you're going gangbusters. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, yeah, if I like, I feel like that'd be the worst plague. Like if you're just like if you're eating a bowl of cereal and you look down, there's a frog Ugh. in it. Like, a frog floats <laughs> up, <laughs> and you already ate, you already ate half of it. <laughs> you didn't know it was in there. <laughs> you know, and frogs because they're breathing through their skin and amphibians, they piss constantly. Like yes, yeah, delicious. You know? They're constantly trying to. Get, you're like, oh my god, everything's plus. I'm assuming the po- the witch population just took off. <laughs> they need them. Yeah, uh, you know, just imagine that. Like you make a cup of coffee and you sit down. And you're just like, oh man, 
what a what a peaceful day. And you're just like frog, frog, frog. everywhere frogs. That is pretty rough. What, what's your favorite thus far? The hail. Man. <laughs> I mean, we're talking. This is full on god destruction. You know, this is like apocalypse now. Like it's going off. Raining napalm on the people, wiping out the slaves. Yeah. Even making the little puppy dogs get hit. Probably. Yeah. I mean, definitely some puppy dogs got hit. Puppy dogs died. This is the first time I think in the plagues that the puppy dogs. This died. is God is literally killing these puppies slightly better than the way Peta does. <laughs> less less bars of soap in a yeah, sock. Less. Uh, at least they <laughs> at least they died on their feet instead of in a cage too small. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think that one's the wildest one. Um, the locusts are pretty cool, but th- they build up the locusts so much in the Bible, and then it's just yeah. like some. I don't know. It was. I feel like the. I feel like the cloud of 1875 was bigger. I'm not trying to tell God that Mother Nature was flexing on him, but maybe she was. In the right light, locusts are kind of a good thing. Like, did you ever see that movie Hidalgo? When he's like, "Oh, we're so hungry," and then the locusts come down. He's like, "Protein, need protein." That happens in the Bible later. John the Baptist of New Testament fame. Uh Lives off of locusts, which in the Bible they say is probably beans, not animals. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. No one knows anything, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Who knows? Um, it'll be fun to get there. Uh, but yeah, locusts are delicious, dude. It's it's protein. It's they got. Uh, I don't know. They're probably kind of cute in the right light. So, but yeah, it's kind of like uh, Egyptian wind and vegetation deities should have protected Egypt from disasters. But they, I love my Bible sometimes. Like uh, it, that, it's so it's apologist. still kind of like uh, smug about it. I mean, like, like the Bible's like, and here you see where we kicked the shit out of those Egyptian gods. They should have done something. If, <laughs> like they did if they, it. If they were any good, if those Egyptian gods were worth their salt, if they were real gods, then they would have stopped it. But they didn't. They suck. You know, it's it's the equivalent of we're like, oh man, I got bullied in soccer. You're like, get good, kid. Get good, you little shit. <laughs> Do you think? Uh, so you're Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, we can't We can't even say that. Like, I want to talk about what, what it's like to be Pharaoh, but, we, but it's so it, hard to even imagine. Pharaoh's agency is meaningless in this. Pharaoh yeah. has nothing to do. Pharaoh almost has nothing to do with all this. He's a puppet. He's a puppet state. Yeah. He is. Uh, he is. He's a puppet state. <laughs> um, you know, so to, to try to describe this, and it always is, is like it's described as some. And what's weird is this isn't even the original fucking Pharaoh. This isn't the pharaoh yeah. that enacted these laws. This isn't the pharaoh that cast out Moses or tried to. This is a new guy. He was complicit, though. Yeah, not, I mean, he he didn't repeal the laws, that. you know. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, every every Egypt like I'm okay with every Egyptian getting some level of punishment because they were all complicit, right? It's like being a Nazi. Yeah, you, it is. It's like being a German in Germany during Nazi Germany. Yeah, no one is not at fault, even if. I mean, okay, maybe the slaves, though, because there's slaves that aren't Israelites, apparently, right? Because it's talking about the slaves that were left out in the field to get hit by the hail and brimstone and all that. Mm. So those couldn't have been Israelites. So those people are not complicit. They're just chattel. You know, they're just property of the Egyptians that had no say in how the Israelites were cheated. They're slaves, too. They're getting pummeled by the... That's actually, that's probably the worst atrocity that happens during all this. Going to their work. The non-Israelite slaves that are suffering. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a testament to God's love of all mankind. You know? Got him. Um, yeah. Uh, 
It's definitely um. It's a hard read for this reason. It's hard to, it's hard to sit here and and know what this these people are trying to get across with this book. Yeah. But then to look at it in its face and be like, well, it's damn. kind of weird. Like, again, talking about the morality of the Bible and things like that. Um. Definitely, the God we're dealing with at this stage is probably the most amoral dickbag God. More so than Lot, more or more so than the Sodom and Gomorrah version, more so than uh-huh. telling Abraham to kill his own son. Uh, this is just a guy who's just like, you know what? I really want to kick the shit out of some Egyptians. And I'm going to create this odd proxy war, create a PR scandal where, uh, you know, I just keep making Pharaoh look like a bad guy so I can beat him up more, you know? Yeah. But making him. Yeah, yeah like just, you said. Yeah. It's pro- it's the most egregious thing I think we've come across from God's behavior so you know far. What it, you know what it makes me think of? Uh, the Star Wars prequels, you know? Where okay. you're building, you know, you're like, ah, oh, yes, the Trade Federation. They're so evil. And you're like, oh, we have to, we have to dissolve the Senate. You know, I got to send them a message. And you're like, well, you made the Trade Federation, and they want to give up already. They're like, hey, can we surrender? I noticed the Jedis are... Coming out as hard, these clones are they're kicking here. the shit. I don't think our drones are going to keep up with this. And they're like, "Nah, you're gonna, you're gonna take it to the end, baby." They're just waiting for their uh, Anakin Skywalker to go in there and murder them in their sleep, you know? <laughs> which is great. Oh man, put him down gently. I don't know where he got it. Yeah. Well, that's uh. Whew. So yeah, I mean, we only knocked out uh, two chapters this week, actually, which Wait, is did we? kind I of thought, insane. Well, chapter ten is no, long no. and. We, and nine, they're both long, and they're both. I mean, we covered yeah, we only did nine more plagues this this episode than we did last time. So we covered five plagues. We have one left. Um, that was just there was a lot of plagues to cover, and you know you can't skip over a plague. You got to give each one some time to think about what it actually means. So uh, yeah, that was that was a slower episode in terms of how far we got in the Bible, but I think we're going to be able to cover some real ground uh, in the next episode. It's a. So I know, and and we'll talk about this more, I guess, when we get to it. But um, does this matter to a Christian? Is this part of the Christian canon? Is this important? Yeah, it is because it has to do with how great their God is, right? How powerful he is. Kind of like what you're talking about with their flexing on the Egyptian gods. Like it's a matter of showing that he is like the one real God. I guess. It's a. Let me ask you a question. Um, Did you ever. So when Missy was in church uh, towards the high school years, uh, as they transitioned away from, like, the little baby bullshit, you know, like, oh, and then Noah and all that stuff, and then they kind of moved to more, okay, uh, now we're going to talk about some of the more complex concepts of the Bible. And then she said that some of the last things that she did while in the church, and one of the reasons why she kind of uh, distanced herself from it, was that a lot of their classes focused on how to defend against skeptics. And, yeah, apologize. And how to argue against the idea, like literally, like why our church is the only real church, you know. Um, uh-huh. In many ways, this feels very similar, you know. Like if you want to argue why we're better than the Egyptians, well, it's because we kicked their ass, you know, and uh, some of the things. And, I, and I'll ask her about it. But did you ever did you ever deal with that in the Baptist church? Yeah, dude. All the, I mean, that was one of the big things in my household was not only were we, you know. We're Christian first, we're Protestant, then we're Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. And there's a million reasons that we're in that specific niche. 
fork, you know? So it's like, yeah, we're not, because some churches believe in predestination, mm-hmm. and then we can't believe in that because obviously that's dark. Okay. And uh, some churches believe in eternal salvation. We don't. Like, or wait, no, we do believe in it. Sorry. Yeah, wait, oh, wait wow. do you not believe in eternal salvation? <laughs> we believe in eternal salvation. Some churches are like, no, you can lose your salvation if you, like, go too far off the path. There's all these, like, little tiny things that, like, you know, they say Baptists don't dance, which is pretty true. <laughs> like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of little, little, just sticking points that people have insane, in just insane, uh, single verse references that they kind of take out of context. Like it's all dumb, right? Let's get that straight. Like the people that say only, you can only read the King James Bible. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I like the King James Bible. You know what I like? Yeah, it's great. It's cool because it's, I like it historically speaking, but to say any other, there are people, a lot of people I know being in this crowd that believe you're going to hell. If you read other Bibles, like it's stupid. Uh, it is that that, okay. that that does sound dumb as shit. Unapologetically. Um, interesting. Like this is a, this is a tangent, but um, uh, as we're talking about like what Bibles make sense, so we we all know that the Bible is cobbled together stories where not everything that was written that might be considered canon was kept in. This is a crafted story. Um, yeah. So already you're kind of. You know, this isn't the true word of God. This isn't. This is something that someone cobbled together. It's been injected with manhood. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is kind of interesting that I like the King James version because I think it's more true to why the Bible is shitty. Like to read okay. it. Like I, I think as you because it shows how human it, it shows is. how human it is. I like the King James version because it also. Like, I've read, um, like, sometimes I'll go and be like, man, that verse doesn't make any sense. And I'll go read other ones. And I've read verses where they're just like, uh, like the international version, the new international new version, especially in my mind, will like, like, I'm not sure what the one is for like, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. But Uh the interpretation might be like, but the Pharaoh did not love God enough or something. I'm like, well, that's not. I, we're on the same part where technically both verses would say the Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he wouldn't let them go. But the actual yeah. part where it's the Lord's doing might be softened or it might be glossed over or something like that. Where as people are interpreting yeah. it, they're like, well, no, that, the, the real way to interpret that is that the Pharaoh was a dick bag. Well, uh, you're kind of, I think it's more true to maybe the kind of shitheadness that people were when they wrote this book. You know, that they might not have. Yeah. I, I think, like, for instance, like, um, and this is a, this might be a bit of a stretch, but like when we talk about, like, rape in modern uh-huh. society, rape actually does mean something vastly different to us now, like what would be under that umbrella as opposed to, like, yeah. what it was 50 years ago. Uh, a a yeah. girl passing out and, and and you having sex with her uh, might have been great territory, whereas now we'd be like, no, 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 what the fuck? You can't just have sex with her. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're rapist. a rapist. Yeah, you know? you're, sure. Bill Cosby's a fucking rapist. Um, yes. Can't say it enough. Uh, whereas, like, 50 years ago, they might be like, well, did you see a gun in his hand? Like, well, um, my point being is that what we would consider shitty, uh, willpower, God controlling people, back then probably was like, well, that's a good thing. That just shows you how God, how powerful God is and his need to make all this happen. Like, well, in modern times, with our current morals, I would say that's a pretty shitty thing to do, you know? And if you were to write a Bible now, yeah. you might make that happen. Sure. Like, you would just put your... Spin mm-hmm, on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is what the new Bibles do. Yeah, 
you know. So like you read the message or whatever, the ones that are really, really modern. Uh, so ironically, I like the King James Bible because to me it's more true to what a shithead God is. <laughs> you know, like it's more, it's more anti-Christian in my opinion than what I know of Christian. No, yeah, I agree, and and the fact that it shows how casually it interpreted a lot of things yeah. is the other funny part. Is that they talk about how it's the most accurate because it's the most. It was one of the first ones interpreted. Right. Uh, but then you look at some of the words they used over and over again when there was so much nuance that they just completely ignored because they didn't give a shit. Yeah. It was like, like evil, dark. Yeah, these newer translations are actually interpreting better. It's insane from the Hebrew. Yeah. Uh, it's, all but, it. it's all garbage. I hate it. It's all I think I don't want to talk too much more about it because we'll cover it when we finally finish. As we start to get into that. Yeah. There's only, there's only like 41 chapters. We're about a quarter of the way through Exodus. Roughly, yeah. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. We're having a blast. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. The more I get into it, yeah, it's kind of weird the nuance that you don't get. I never would have thought that all of this was a proxy battle created by God. Like It kind of puts a whole new kind of spin on it in its own weird way. But sure. uh, I think I think that's it for me on this episode. What, do you have anything else? No, that's all. I, that's all the thoughts I have. I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what God does with him once he finally gets done pummeling the Egyptians, <laughs> uh, which will be good. Like they can be there. Like you know, beating your masters isn't a personality, all right, Israelites. <laughs> you gotta be. You gotta be Stop, your own yeah. people. Eighteen so, leather bracelets is not a, a personality. It is, but we're gonna see next uh, next episode them. I think get out, set out on their own the uh, the titular exodus, if mm-hmm. you will, and uh, get into get into them being their own people and kind of starting to form a lot of the traditions that people associate with not only Judaism but Christianity. So I'm pumped. All right. uh, what's our Twitter handle? Great. Oh, our Twitter handle. Uh, it's funny you ask. Um, it's at Revelations, <laughs> and if you want to email us, you can do that at. Uh, Relations podcast at gmail.com. We're on there. We're active. Well, I would say we're active because we tweet sometimes, but we don't like retweet or we don't respond to emails because we don't have any emails to we're respond to. Or about it, but... We are. I'm trying to be better.